In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 74th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Well, the Falcons went up to Philadelphia and dropped one 18-12 at Lincoln Financial Field as their red zone problems continued, and they led the league with 15 penalties in the first week of the season. Of course, one in five in the red zone, thrown into the end zone again at the buzzer, but could not pull out the victory. Defender Takaris McKinley felt that the defense, after getting the lead with 12 to 10, with uh, 9:48 to go, uh, felt the defense should have made the lead stand up, but they weren't able to do that. They had a good game going. But uh, Jay Ajayi scored on an 11-yard run with 154 left. Offense zipped back down the field, but then couldn't punch it in from the red zone. Uh, problem that uh, the team has been addressing all offseason. They're not um, too upset about it. They feel that their work is going to pay uh, dividends somewhere along the line. Just didn't pay it in Philadelphia. Now, that did. there was some big news coming out of that game. It was the fact that Keanu Neal, the starting safety, the team's enforcer, the team's hard hitter, will be out. It's lost for the rest of the season. They're going to try to replace him with DeMonte Casey, and they have to get Jordan Richards ready to play. He was acquired in a trade with New England, but uh, his reputation for uh, on-the-field play hasn't been very good, where he is uh, considered a good special teams player. That will probably explain why the Falcons went out and signed Keith Tandy. But we talked to cornerback Desmond Trufant, and he said, hey, you know, we're all just going to have to come harder with it in order to replace Keanu Neal's physical presence. Here's Desmond Trufant. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to replace his presence. You know, you really can't. He's, he's, he's a one-of-a-kind player, you know. But, you know, we just got to, uh, you know, we just got to come harder with it. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Guys got to step up. And, uh, you know, we just got to um, carry the torch for him. Do you do anything differently with DeMonte in that position instead of Keanu? Um, I mean, we still game plan, you know. But, I mean... Guys know how to play. We know how to play uh, each position, you know. So uh, everybody's prepared to play. We got confidence uh, in, in everybody. So um, we just got to go out there and make plays. That's just what it comes down to. How much has DeMonte improved rookie year to now? Man, a lot. Um, he's, he's more than ready, you know. Um, he's, a, he's a playmaker. That's just he's naturally just always around the ball, and he plays with you know, uh, relentless effort. That's what I love about him, you know. So uh, I'm excited for him. Uh, Coach Finn just said that Cam is especially effective in the red zone. Why is he so effective down there? What have you seen in the couple years you've gone against him? Well, he's a, he's a dual threat. You know, he can throw, obviously, and he can run. He's hard to tackle. He's, he's, a, uh, he's, he's big. He's 
six six, so he can run the ball. So um, we just gotta be disciplined. We just gotta swarm to him, wrap him up, and uh, you know just keep everything in front of us. True, I know you guys don't make this. That was cornerback Desmond Trufant discussing a few things for us there. One, the loss of Keon O'Neal, a little bit about his replacement, DeMonte Casey, and then how the Falcons will try to defend Panthers quarterback Cam Newton. So here in the 74th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, we you know try to do five things for you this each week and uh, just look back at the Falcons and Eagles game. We had Trufant talking about... uh, replacing Keanu Neal in the defense with uh, DeMonte Casey stepping in. We'll look at the series between the Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, three key matchups, and then we're on a very serious injury watch uh, today and through the rest of the week. Uh, one item just came across that uh, Greg Olson's going to miss significant time. Well, let's get back up to number three, the series. It's uh, The Falcons lead the series with the Panthers 28-18. to This will be the uh, 47th meeting. Both teams won the home-and-home home last year. Nobody's on a streak in this one. Uh, the Falcons dominated this series early. Then Carolina took over for a while, and then Michael Vick came in, and you know the Falcons owned him. And it's kind of been back and forth during the Matt era. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton battles, but um, just like last year, they split, and uh, the Falcons will host them at on Sunday at 1 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Some of the key matchups are going to be up front and in the trenches. You know, the uh, the old key will be stopping Kiwan Short and Don Terry Poe, the former Falcon. Uh, both of those guys played 35 snaps last week in the Panthers 16-8 win over the Dallas Cowboys. And of course the interior of the Falcons line will be responsible for those guys. Alex Mack at center, Brandon Fusco at right guard, and Andy Levitre at left guard. Kiwan Short's kind of the uh, explosive one with Two sacks, and you know Poe is the guy's going to hold up the um, hold up two blockers. So uh, Levitre and Mack will probably have Poe, and then Fusco will have to handle short in that big matchup in this game. Of course, Cam Newton against the run defense—that's always a key, and uh, you can spy him. Sometimes, but other times you have to maintain some outside leverage with the can. So the run defense and who the linebacker situation with Deion Jones is up in the air. Uh, he had tests to get his foot that Coach uh, Dan Quinn told us about on Monday. Uh, here it's uh, midday Tuesday, and we haven't heard back. Uh, you know, I checked with the Falcons and with uh, Dion's people. Uh, there was no comment out of Dion's camp, and the Falcons uh, said there wasn't anything to report at the present time. But we'll be uh, – that's our – Fifth item is the uh, is the injury watch, but that also plays a part in the run defense versus Cam Newton. It'll change drastically uh, if Dion can't play. And then the other one uh, matchup I like, and uh, the Falcons will probably like it uh, too, is the running backs Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman on the Carolina linebackers Luke Keekley and uh, Shaq Thompson. Shaq is in there taking over, you know, for uh, at the uh, the weak side linebacker spot, and he's uh, doing a great job. 
Replacing Thomas Davis, the former Georgia uh, Bulldog, who was uh, suspended here early in the season. But still, the uh, Falcons have to like that one, even though Luke Keekley's all world and can pretty much uh, uh, read your whole plays and everything. Uh, so, But you still have to go at him. You can't give him the day off. So those are my three key matchups. I got a... Uh, I'll be writing again on them by Thursday. It may change up, but early in the week. Those are the three that I like uh, going into this game. You know, there'll be some ones on the outside. Uh, you know, True Font and um, Robert Offert. How the Falcons going to handle the speed of Torrey Smith? Uh, the matchup with Funches. Funches hasn't done much damage against the Falcons. So, uh, you know, I don't see that as a big key matchup. But certainly letting the speed get over the top is key. Uh, they used to have Ted Ginn in this row, but now they've got Torrey Smith. And uh, we all know that he can fly. All right, our last item here uh, injury watch. Greg Olson, Deion Jones kind of tip both of these off. But Greg. Olsen, you know, Cam Security Blanket, the only tight end to get 3,000-yard seasons from 14 to 16. He was uh, injured in the opener against Dallas, and uh, he returned to the sideline with crutches and a walking boot on his right foot. It was the same foot that he... uh, Injured last season and missed eight games. And uh, right now the early reports are that he's going to mix significant time, which would include this game here on Sunday. Uh, so the Fal- so the Falcons can plan for um, you know that Greg Olson will not be there as, as one of Cam Newton's weapons. And it also just flashed that Daryl Williams has a knee injury. He was their right tackle, and he will he will not be available. He's headed for knee surgery. So, but at least the uh, Panthers have kind of planned. They let Ed Dixon go. The Falcons uh, were considered a landing spot for him, but he, uh, he went elsewhere. He was with Coach Wade Harmon in Baltimore there. But they didn't re-sign Ed. They kept Chris Manhurts, and they drafted a kid out of Indiana that is pretty promising. Former Juco player, went to Indiana, played two years of big college football by the name of Ian Thomas. From He's a Baltimore kid, played for the Hoosiers. Six foot, 260 pounds, caught two passes for four yards in the opener. But uh, he was considered the heir apparent for uh, for Olsen, and now he's going to be pushed out on the field here a little bit early. But Ian Thomas is his name, 6'3", 260, and uh, he'll be uh, playing some tight end for the Panthers here moving forward. Now for the Falcons, they lost they lost Keanu Neal. Uh, you know, and last week on the injury report, Deion Jones is on there with a hamstring. But Coach Quinn said when they got back to Atlanta that uh, his foot was bothering him. And so Monday, Coach Quinn said that Dion didn't practice at the walkthrough. Of course, they have today, Tuesday, off. Uh, and that um, 
you know, he they were getting more tests on his foot. So, you know, we don't know. We haven't heard an update on his foot, but that would change things drastically if Deion Jones is out for any significant time. He's a speed running goal hitter. He can kind of keep Cam in check. You know, I know the old staff used to spy Cam with uh, with Sean Witherspoon, but if it's not uh, Deion, then, you know, maybe Duke Riley. You don't want Foyer, uh, Ulicon, uh playing in his first game against uh, – against a player like Cam. So that's why they went out and got Corey Nelson, the uh, linebacker from uh, Denver, who's least, you know, played a lot of special teams and made some starts. So they could at least maybe get a veteran ready to, to go out there and uh, play and help against Cam Newton. So, and you know, Keith Tandy and Jordan Richards in the back end of the secondary, uh, they would probably be backups too. Demonte Casey, I'm figuring they're going to get Casey and Ricardo Allen ready to go. Then the wild card, and we haven't discussed this with Coach Quinn yet, is uh, Kamal Ishmael. He's played some free, some strong safety in the past, been converted to linebacker. Maybe he's a guy that you can have shadow cam and give him one assignment to do. Uh, his coverage, uh, you know, dropping deep wasn't, wasn't his thing. So, But coming up and hitting is, so that's good for a linebacker. He might factor into the rotation here moving forward. If Dion's situation is, uh, uh, is you know, it was not good for Dion. It's kind of un- uncommon. If he was just a regular injury, Quinn would have waited to Wednesday and put it on the injury report. The fact that he's out getting his uh, foot looked at and, and they're telling us that they're taking tests, then they're concerned about the foot. They wouldn't just be holding him out of practice and checking out the foot for no reason. So we'll follow that and update everybody as soon as we hear uh, some more details on Dion's foot and what that means for the Falcons and the defense. Of course, I mean, the two guys that went to the Pro Bowl last year were Keanu Neal and Deion Jones. And, uh, you know, Keanu's going for the year. They'll have to, um, At least they have a viable replacement short term. You know, KZ at 184 pounds, how long is he going to hold up is is my concern. We'll see. And then, you know, Dion in the middle of that defense, uh, you know, they were top 10 defense last year with him holding it down. So anything up there would be devastating for the Falcons here early in the season. So let's just wrap it up here for the uh, the 74th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Falcons are down. Oh, and one came out looking real shoddy with 15 penalties and one of five in the red zone. Desmond Trufant. Acknowledge that they're going to miss Keanu Neal's physical presence, but he said everybody else is just going to have to come harder with it. The series, 28-18, the Falcons lead. Some of the key matchups, the guards against the Panther tackles, they're huge. Cam Newton against the run defense. If Deion's not there, that run defense is not as good as it's going to be. And then the Falcons running backs against Luke Keekley and Shaq Thompson, the uh, Thomas Davis replacement for the Panthers. And then lastly, injury watch. Greg Olson and Daryl Williams, I think, are uh, they're going to be missing a lot of time for the, the Panthers. Of course, Greg Olson is Cam Newton's security blanket. Daryl Williams, the right tackle. They already had a lot of injuries along that line. So um, that's something to keep an eye on. 
Then, of course, we're on Deion Jones' watch here over the next uh, 24 hours, uh, waiting for the Falcons to give us the results of their uh, of the test. We're assuming that's in MRI or X-ray, but we haven't heard that uh, on the record from the Falcons. So with that, you know, we got kickoff here Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Carolina Panthers in the NFC South opener, the home opener to kick the season off. We'll see you down there at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.